Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Well, good stuff there. I think um, I think as we kind of... I'm going to start that over. But five, four, three, two. All right, good stuff there. And I think... That, uh, as we said earlier, we, we tip the scale of obvious to, to maybe not so obvious. But the next one we're going to talk about, this next money trap to avoid that we're going to talk about, I think is one that a lot of people don't realize is a trap. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just, it's not that obvious. And that is taking out some type of loan against your retirement. Most often it's 401k loan. That's how most people... Uh, kind of think of it. And so a 401k loan, money trap, but I don't think it's an obvious one. Hmm. Yeah. And this is a tough one. You know, um, I was just talking with my husband and I don't know that he necessarily agrees with me on this um, either, but I say that 99% of the time, I don't believe that 401k loans or retirement loans are a good idea. I think there are a couple of instances where, you know, yeah, let's really pursue this. Um, And I would say in those couple of instances, if um, your health insurance doesn't cover a major medical procedure or care that you need to, you know, live, survive, that, um, that could be one. Um, I know there are a lot of like cancer treatments and a lot of things that, that people need that insurance doesn't cover that you have to put a down payment to, um, and those types of things. And I say, you know what, then maybe we could look at, if there are no other options, you know, maybe we could look at this. The other one, um, you know, if you're really on the verge of losing your home, um, and maybe short sale or, you know, selling it isn't for whatever reason, there are a lot of different reasons, but, um, Maybe we could look at this, but I think, you know, for the most part, I don't like 401k or retirement loans because um, I think you're, you're stealing from your future self. Um, I think that in my experience, when people have used these types of loans, it's to pay off like credit cards or um, using debt to pay off other debt. And I just don't mm-hmm. like that idea. I don't like that idea at all. And yeah. um, I feel like the 401k loan f- and retirement loan feels like it's an easy option. Um, people default to that. And I think once you tell yourself that you've done it once, it makes it easier to do it again and again and again. And um, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of it. Yeah. Can we marinate? in something that you said for just a moment, mm-hmm. you don't like 401k or retirement loans because you're stealing from your future self. Can you listeners just marinate in that for a moment? Mm-hmm. You're stealing from your future, from your future self. And I think Sarah, you've done this on the show before where I like just picture yourself five, 10, 15 years from now. So picture that future self and what would they tell current self 
about that decision. Right? Like, you dummy, why'd you do that? Now this, that, and the third happened. Or you could have waited. Or you could have done this other thing. What, whatever the case may be. So I want to marinate in that for just a moment. Like, you're stealing from your future self. Now, to that end, I think that a lot of times this stuff, we feel a certain way in the moment. We feel like, oh, well, there's plenty of time for me to pay it back, to earn more, to save more, whatever. But there's something else that struck me as you were kind of talking about, like, instances when you would use it. And I think there are instances where hardships come up and, it's, and it is appropriate to, um, you know, leverage that money. But I'm with you 99% of the time. Let's just not. And I think the other reason I say that is because, you know, there's a lot of statistics that talk about like the savings rate here in America and mm-hmm. how it's like, mm-hmm. it's abysmal and it's horrible. And um, in other people in other countries do such a better job saving and investing their money. I think we lack the ability to save money so much that when we finally do it with like a 401k, whether it was forced on us or, or whatever, but like we finally did it. We're so bad at saving that we look at that pile of money and we're like, yeah, but I want to do these other things with it. Like Mm. we are just in such a spend mode all the time Mm -hmm. that the, the nest egg we do have, we're like, yeah, but I need to spend it right now and I'll pay it back later. It's fine. I have plenty of time. And, and we're just, we're so emotionally out of control with our consumerism. And, and I don't say that to place judgment on anybody because, guys, I'm right there with you. Right. I guess I say it to remind ourselves that maybe it's time to grow up and stop yeah. acting like a child mm-hmm. who wants to fulfill every little desire that we have. I cannot tell you how happy I am that you said that. Um, because I've started using this language when, when talking um, about money. And sometimes um, I've got a client uses this with her. She is a coach in a, in the fitness and nutrition, online fitness and nutrition area. And she tells her clients, you know what? You're an adult, so act like one. You know, you can choose the food that you eat. You can choose these things, right? And, you know, the same is true when we choose how to spend our money. You can choose to be an adult and say, no, you know what? I don't need this candy bar and this energy drink from the gas station today. I want it, but I don't need it because I've got these other things that, quite frankly, are more important. And Groceries paying your mortgage, putting, you know, keeping the electricity on. I think Mm -hmm. most of us could agree that those are the areas that are the essentials in life. So be an adult about it. And, and, um, it comes back to the habits, right? With, with borrowing from your future self, you're telling yourself that that wasn't important. Saving Mm -hmm. for your future isn't important because I'm going to take it right now because I want to use it for this instead. Mm. And it's those habits that, and it's that mindset that you're telling yourself, no, you know what? My retirement isn't important to me. 
Yep. I need to pay this credit card off or, you know, I want to go on vacation now or what have you. Right. And I'm again, and I'll emphasize this isn't a judgment, but I think this is a call to action to people to really take a look at why did you want to do this or are you considering it and why? Um, and I get this debt stress, but it's not getting rid of debt. You're transferring it. You're not getting rid of debt by pulling out a 401k loan and paying off a credit card. You're transferring it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, how like timeshares or debt consolidation companies, they'll kind of play on your emotions, right? And they'll mm -hmm. say things like, we're, we're relieving you of debt to kind of make you feel like, ooh, or, you know, affordable <clears throat> vacations for the family. You know, with a 401k, I think there's this expression that kind of, uh, sorry, a 401k loan, there's this expression that kind of goes around it that I think is one of those trap trickadoos. We're going to say something that sounds really fancy, but mm -hmm. is just a bunch of hogwash. And that is, but you're paying yourself back. You know, the interest rate, you're paying yourself back. It's such garbage. It's such garbage. Like, just don't do it, right? It's, it's one of these things that we say so that we can kind of justify that we're going to do it. Well, I'm paying myself back the interest. It's okay. Like, oh, my goodness. So... It's just one of those things that it, you know, we find this language to help us kind of justify why we want to do it. And when you think about how ridiculous that sounds, then you, you start to realize how ridiculous it is to borrow against your 401k. You know, mm -hmm. you save that money for your future self. You know, at some point, I would imagine you would like to retire. Uh, my definition of retirement is I work because I want to, not because I have to. And I mm -hmm. think we would all like to get to a place where maybe we had enough of a nest egg that we didn't have to work if we didn't want to anymore. But we could choose to continue to work because it's something that we enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And I'd even maybe take that a little bit farther that maybe you're not even totally stealing from your future self, but you're stealing from your children too, right? And possibly your grandkids. Um, and again, this isn't a judgment, but this is a hard look at what it is that this choice. I, I've been really adamant lately. And when I'm talking to people, if you're saying yes to this, then what are you saying no to? And if you say yes to doing a 401k loan or retirement loan, what are you also saying no to? And you're saying no, that my future isn't as important. Because what I'm doing mm. now is more important than future. And you know what? There are certain cases that that might very well be the case. But I, those are minimal. Like those, those instances are very, very small compared to why people use, in my experience, 401k and retirement loans. And I also yeah. would say that you're stealing. Oftentimes, Nina, when people retire, they want more time with their family. They want to be able to travel. They want to go and see their kids and their grandkids. They want to have the ability to do more of these things. And if you're taken out of those, re those accounts, chances are you're setting yourself up to have to work for longer, right? Or to pay it, certainly to pay that back. 
So aren't you taking time away from your family? You're taking more time. You're stealing more time away from them as well. Um, and the ability, your ability to, to visit and to see and to spend time and travel, you're, you're, that's all coupled in with those loans that you're taking out. Um, and if you choose to say yes to that, then you also have to recognize what you're saying no to. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, like, as you said that, it, it got me curious about if, if this all goes back to your values and, and what's mm -hmm. important to you. And like we said, like, if this is not about judgment as much as it is just about real talk mm -hmm. and the reality of when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. And, and the reality that you're paying yourself back the interest is just that's an objectively ridiculous statement. But anyway, <laughs> um, it got me thinking, like, if if part of why you, you're saving for retirement is so that you can retire at an earlier age so that you can spend time with family and whatnot, where would you land, Sarah, on, but I'm taking it out so that I can do a family vacation or so that I can spend time with my family now mm. when, I, when I have time to enjoy it or, you know, I can still get around better what you know whatever the other um, elements of that would be but i'm just curious mm -hmm. would that change your perspective on anything no because i think it goes back to the habits and if your vacation you know spending time with your family now is important to you then you make that happen you've already determined that your future is important to you you've already determined because you've started contributing and I'm going under the assumption that you've started contributing to these retirement accounts and you, they are labeled as such retirement accounts. They are not labeled as vacation accounts. And so mm. you've already determined th that these are when I have the ability to, you know, work when I want to, not because I have to, right. You've already made that determination. So if your determination now is, you know what my value is, you know, I want to go enjoy my vacation with my kids now, then I say create a sinking fund and label it family vacation and start contributing money towards it. Awesome. I agree. Make it part of your plan. Don't, don't <laughs> rob from future self to gratify present self. And I think it's uh, a justification, you know, you're justifying, you know, that um, question that you just asked me, you know, about, you know, well, heck, I want to enjoy my vacation now. Um, I feel that that's a justification. You're justifying taking money out, right? Because I want to use it now. And doesn't that go back to kind of an immature decision? Yes. Right? Instant gratification. So quit. Yeah going for the instant gratification and quit justifying it. Continue on that plan that you said was important to you at one point, because I'll, I'm going to venture to guess that retirement's going to be important to you when it comes time um, to make that decision. And, and uh, I'm also going to make a little bit of a guess here that if you get to that age and you have found that you still maybe are owing back or you um, haven't contributed enough to be able to retire, you're going to kick yourself. Yep. Good stuff. I appreciate the real talk. 
All right, so we have dove. We have delved, delved. There's the word I was looking for. We have delved into a number of money traps, including payday loans and timeshares, debt consolidation, car leases, 401k, and retirement loans. So we're going to wrap this one up with our sixth. And like I said, there's other traps out there, but this was our listicle, uh, <laughs> our six. <laughs> And the final one that we wanted to talk about today, I definitely don't think is an obvious one, mm-hmm. um, just because people probably see see it as harmless or, oh, that's kind of just a natural thing. You know, I, I sign up for these every now and again, and that is the store credit card. So, Sarah, I'd love to kind of start off with your position on why the store credit card is one of these traps. How often have we walked in to a store and purchased things and they say, hey, you can sign up today and save 30%. And that sounds really appealing. Or we, you get, it's free to sign up. You know, you have to qualify, but we send you money-saving coupons every month, right? You get coupons or... You know, I think it's trapped because it's playing on, again, it's playing on our emotions and they're making us think that we can save money. And it is my experience, a couple of things, that most people are not paying those cards off every month. Mm -hmm. So the money that you're saving, that percentage, and I'm using air quotes here if you're listening and not watching, you're more often than not paying in interest charges, interest fees on store credit cards is, is notoriously high. Um, it creates bad habits. I I guess I'm just going to come right out and say it. I believe it creates bad habits, allowing us to go in and get that instant gratification, purchasing clothes that we don't have the money for thinking that we're going to just pay it later. And that's not what I want people to get into the habit of. I want people to get into the habit of I've saved my budget, you know, I've planned for this. This is what I'm going to do. Um, it's been proven. You use a card, you end up spending more. I think, is it 27% more or something like that? Um, that you, you average spend about 27% more than you would if you were using cash? Yeah, the numbers so, change from like, from like department store to like grocery store and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you're absolutely right. Anywhere from... Uh, 10 to 30% more, depending on where you're shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how many people, how many clients I've worked with that have a ton of store credit cards, high interest, and they're having trouble making the minimum payments. Um, you know, it just, I I don't believe that these do any good. If you want to, we've talked about, and if listeners, if you haven't um, listened to the episode where we talk about credit scores, credit score and, you know, kind of how to play the game. I think oftentimes people get into the store credit cards so they can raise their credit score. And Mm. I think that that's a a highly inefficient, inefficient, inefficient way to do it. (laughs) Happens to the Um, best of us. (laughs) Right. And so, um, and I've had one. Um, My husband got us a Kohl's card. Oh, Mm. Um, department store card. And, yeah, um, no part of the new money habits podcast is brought to you today by Kohl's. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, geez. I uh, need to be better about that. But because he was saving good. some money on, you know, some purchases at Christmas time. And you know what? It sounds attractive. It really sounds attractive to save 30% today or save, you know, hey, these are special deals. And they play into it and they make us feel like, oh, I'm going to buy this, but I can save some money. So let me just do it. It's I've got a low balance on it, right? I my it, it, The minimum is so low that it's okay. I'm not going to overspend. And to that, I would say, then if that's what you're looking at, you're already overspending. You're already spending outside of your means. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going to disagree a whole heck of a lot with department store credit cards uh, for all the reasons that you mentioned. High interest rate, um, you know, what we have to remember, and I said this during the, the credit score episode, but these creditors, these financial institutions that lend money, they're basically like Vegas. They're like the mm-hmm. casinos in Vegas. They know all the calculations. They know exactly how to get it so that they win and you lose. Now, mm-hmm. does that mean you can never hit you know, double zero on a roulette wheel? It doesn't mean it's not going to ever happen sometimes you win but more often than not the house wins and so to all the reasons that you said the introductory or the sign up today to get x percent off um 30 is quite generous i'm actually wondering what store i can go to to get 30 percent off because normally it's like five or ten but mm. what they don't tell you is that they're charging you 22 percent interest so mm-hmm. the the amount that they just gave you is only half or you know, a fourth of what they're going to end up charging you in interest. And to your point, everybody kind of goes into those things thinking I'm going to pay it off. Mm-hmm. But there are studies that have shown that more than 70%, maybe even higher than 80% of people don't pay them off. So 80% of those, those balances convert into monthly interest bearing mm-hmm. um, accounts. And it's the same thing. I said, I wasn't going to argue with you too much, but every once in a while, Depending on kind of the situation, I I think that like when you can get zero percent interest for six or twelve months, it's like mm-hmm. oh well that might help when you're in a pinch. And I and I said this on a previous episode about the car repairs, the mm-hmm. fifteen thousand dollars that I had to repair the car. I didn't just have fifteen thousand dollars laying around, so I did take advantage of um, you know car, like car care credit where. Because of how much I was spending, I got 12 months, same as cash. But also, mm-hmm. I've I've built up a muscle there where like I can actually do that. Because mm-hmm. just the same, 70 to 80% of those turn into monthly payments. Because everybody has every intention of paying them off within the 12 months. But then they don't. And they carry a balance. And what if you don't read the fine print, it's not that you're just paying... 22% on the balance that you have yes. at the end of 12 months, you're paying 22% on the entire balance from the very get go. Mm-hmm. So these companies know what they're doing. They know how to play the game. They know, and they've designed it so that they win far more often than they lose. And so you can have the best of intentions, but then life happens. And so super be careful with these, especially when you think, Oh, well, you know, I, I'm going to game the system. I'm going to get the 30% discount. I'm going to pay it off, and it's going to be great. But after that initial 30%, what do you need the card for anyway? Right. Well, and you know, um, I played the game, and it, I'll tell you, it's exhausting playing the, <laughs> the store card game. You know, we 
Um, I was really adamant about never carrying a balance on that. But I'll tell you, Nino, even as somebody who hates making monthly payments, I did it because I was getting the coupons, right? I can save if I purchase this and I get a, you know, save $50 on your next $100 purchase. Well, guess what I'm doing? I'm spending $100 next time I go in so I can save the 50, right? So they, they, they trick you. It's a lot of mind games and it is, it's playing that game of, um, spend more, pay more off. They're making, they're gaining more of your business by doing these types of things. They are making money off of it. They are not in the business of giving money away and giving products away. They are in the business of selling you stuff and earning money. And they're going to do it at, at all costs. And um, we finally got rid of it, partly because I was just tired of playing all those games. I'm just like, why? I've got a clothing budget. I've got a home repair, home, you know. I'll pay cash and feel a lot better about it in the long run. And you know what? The coupon, yeah, sh I'm I'm all about saving some money. I'll find a coupon in another area of life. Yeah. Yeah. I think um the there's you cannot put a price tag on the amount of stress that can be reduced by not getting involved in all this garbage, right? When you put all these balls up in the air and you're juggling them, it's going to be stressful. So while you might not be getting the absolute best deal this time, or you might miss out on, you know, air miles with your credit card or whatever, like just being able to pay cash and be done with it and move on with your life and not have to give it a second thought or third mm -hmm. thought you cannot put a price tag on the how much stress is reduced mm -hmm. when you just don't even engage with these traps. It's true. So it is so true. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for pointing that out. And, um, you know, it's one of the things that I love. Like, I just know we've got the money. We plan for, you know, these things. We know what it is that we want to purchase. It is so much less stress to just plan, put that plan in place, right? Know what our, our monthly budget is, know how we want to spend our dollars. It's so much easier, in my opinion, to do that than it is to try and play all the games of how can I save in all with all these other pieces and um, a plan's really the key. Yep. Well, awesome. Thank you, um, as always, Sarah, for, for taking the time to like really dive into these deep conversations around all of these different money traps. I want to remind our listeners that if you find yourself in one of these money traps, considering one of these money traps, and you just need some help, you can go to the show notes that you can schedule time with Sarah or with myself. You can go to newmoneyhabits.com and you can download resources and tools there to help you. But schedule some time to sit down with Sarah or myself to kind of talk out your options and um, you know talk out ways that you can implement new money habits so that you're not just finding yourself in these traps, finding yourself stressed out to the max. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a resource. We're here for you. Uh, I always enjoy our conversations, Sarah. So again, thank you for spending the time. Yeah, thank you. Um, I always learn something and uh, I like that they're real conversations. 
You get it here first, folks. Real talk with Nino and Sarah. No, that's not the name <laughs> of our podcast. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for tuning in, and we will continue this conversation next time. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.